Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Waiting on Joe Flacco here. We'll hear what they're going to say in Berea. We'll hear from some of the players today. Mary Kay Cabot just joined us. You just heard a promo there with Anthony Lima. He's Jeff Phelps. I'm Andy Baskin. Uh, Anthony just happened to be walking through the studio, trying to stir up. You, you know, can't what. walk through the studio. You have to come in. No, he came in. He's strolling. You can feel it. Like he's got energy. He wants to talk. I know he wants to talk about Ohio State. He wants to talk about Michigan. I know he's all fired up. About I was that. excited to hear a guy that's actually won something and won it all, and Joe Flacco. And instead, I'm stuck with. Ryan Day, who was born on third base. It was the most accurate thing I've ever heard Jim Harbaugh oh, say other than Chill out. other than we're the national champions, which is what he got to say last night after winning the national championship. And, of course, so Ohio was Ty State. Lu, was Ty Lue born on third base, too? Yeah, he probably was. Okay. He was probably born halfway down third base. I, that, I, that's not why I dragged so you in So was David here. Blatt, but he got picked <laughs> yeah, off. That's true. And he also got fired when he was in first that's place. True. So. Um, I did drag you in here for this because I heard your dilemma this morning. Jeff, you have got to hear this. Oh, I can't wait. This, nothing made me happier than listening to you complain about this this morning. Tell everyone what you you had an issue over the weekend where you went to go sit down and watch oh, football. Yeah. And now the fact, so sad. the fact that he's a father and going to be a father Jeff. times two. His whole life has changed, Jeff Phelps. Isn't you remember how you like he make you feel guilty if you if you miss some West Coast football game last night between two obscure Division three teams? You're like, what kind of a sports fan are you? Now, what kind of a sports fan are you, Daddy? Uh, diminished, diminishing skills. I'm, I'm what they said, <laughs> but Bill Belichick said about Bernie towards the end. This is very sad stuff. This is very sad to listen on, to him. On you Saturday, were the last bastion of Singleton. I know. On Saturday, I was like, here we go. It's the wild card. It's what's well, the precursor to the wild card weekend. We've got a game that matters between the Steelers and the Ravens. Where's the game? I checked all the normal, usual suspects. Couldn't find it. Found the NFL Network. They're playing football. Here we go. Here's Pittsburgh and Kenny Pickett. And here's Baltimore with Lamar Jackson and the sun is out. Guys are wearing T-shirts in the crowd. And that bug on the top right-hand corner of the screen says, week five of the NFL football season. And I watched a full quarter while I was feeding my baby and having to play with my baby, kind of keeping one eye on it, one eye on the baby, thinking that, that this was the game. Live, yes. This is stuff I would have made fun of you guys let so me, bad. Years let ago. me not tell not you. would have, you did. Yes. So let me tell you what's next, my friend. Are you ready? What's next? Yeah, go ahead. Trying to figure out where Peacock is. Oh, God. Or trying to find games on obscure channels that try – those days are, are well ahead of you. Get ready for this. Yes. Get ready for this because this is not an experiment. This is going to be the norm. And you're not just going to get one playoff game every year that is going to be pay-per-view behind oh, yeah. a paywall. And I'm telling you, John Skipper, the former prez at ESPN, made a declaration about three years ago, and nobody took him seriously. He said there will be a Super Bowl that is going to be on pay-per-view. And everybody laughed at him. I think it's a foregone conclusion. They will take the hit in, in the mass numbers, 
Because guess what the owners get to do with that money? They get to revenue share, and they get to get a whole new pot of money, just like the NBA is about to do at the in-season tournament. Even with the game Saturday night, right, the Kansas City game, which is on Peacock, right? They are smart enough to let the home market still have sure. it on over the air. Well, yes. that, and I got to tell that, you. Isn't that federal antitrust stuff might as be. well? Yeah. How, not sure. though? How is it? Well, I mean, I know that there's the part of it like. I, I think that's I remember they got rid of the whole you don't have to sell out to you can black out the game. Maybe. I, it, I, I, think, I don't know that I think it is. there are regulations involved. I don't think the NFL is just being a nice guy. Well, they won't be well, magnanimous. I, don't know. I mean, baseball for too playoffs do that all the time. I mean, baseball, you know, it's, nothing's over the air sometimes. Not everything's yeah, over and the it's air. It's not for... on the local channel. No, it's not on no, the local I, channel. So, why, think, what makes baseball different than football? I, I think the NFL has some stuff that they have to do. That I could be because wrong. of anti. Um, oh, because of um, monopoly rules. What, whatever it is, guys, that might be why. Whatever it is, I don't know. The NFL has has always had that olive branch thrown out to the fans that you've been a big part. Of our build, of course, they've got their financial incentives to do so. Now they have you. They have their customers. Anthony, they have acquisition and then they have retention. Forbes magazine. They're not worried about losing you. Forbes magazine just reported last week that of the top hundred shows, ninety-three of them were NFL football games last year, live events. That's insane. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's it's, tell tell me if this is. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, it's it's absurd, and they've got you over the barrel. Seventeen more than twenty-five million viewers. is, Is this a fear? You remember in the 70s, 80s, boxing was on network television? Yeah. And then it went pay-per-view big time, and they made then you had to go to movie godly amounts of money. Yeah. And the sport's dead for all intents and purposes. But was it was it true pay-per-view, or was it you got to go to a movie theater and watch it pay-per-view? Like, they did the closed circuit thing, but they... Closed they, circuit. I think it was... I think it was but then it became an exclusive, both. almost an exclusive yeah. pay-per-view sport. And, and who, who watches boxing anymore? It, I think it is. Some I think it is a danger because obviously the the old um, cable model is dead, right? Or it's dying. hasn't yeah. hasn't completely died out. out. And the NFL has even tried to help preserve the cable model. Don't think there aren't partnerships behind the scenes of you know in the in the technology sector and the you know telecommunication sector. They're keeping those satellites alive and well. Uh, that that stuff's coming to an end, though. I mean, this stuff is all going to be pay per view for everything you want. And I, I just think it's a matter of time before some of the biggest games or maybe the biggest game yeah. in sports, what, you're not going to watch the Super Bowl? Of course you're going to pay this for audience. it. This audience. That's true. Out, I mean, think about it. it. At the time satellite came around to watch out-of-market games, you would go to bars yeah. to go watch it. And then all of a sudden they figured out a way to charge bars and restaurants more money. I think I remember a Browns playoff game in 1989 that you had to go to a bar or have a satellite to go watch. I think that Bills game, I don't know if it was a sellout. I, I, I'm not positive on that. I remember we were looking for somewhere to go, and we had to go to a local bar to watch that. And that was how some of those games were watched back then. All right. All right you have things to do today? You have uh, yeah. I, I'm, I'm starting my website, fireryanday.com, because you're responsible for allowing this Michigan team to exist in this way. Come on. Split. How are Ohio State fans? How is Spoiled anybody college football fan Anthony How Lima? is anybody is okay with what Ryan Day has done to the program? It never would have happened under Trestle and certainly wouldn't have happened under Urban Meyer. Spoiled. And here we are today celebrating a nat- you had Dustin Fox rooting for Michigan yesterday. You had Keith Britton, you had Ken Carmen all rooting for Michigan. What has happened to the state of Ohio? What has happened to the fan base here? Thanks a lot Ryan Day. Wow. <laughs> Anthony Lima, ladies and gentlemen, sportsman and father first now. Thank you. Appreciate you. Hi, Anthony. He's going to go home and try to hook up his antenna now. He's going to try to figure out how to get some of these games that he hasn't been able to watch. 
Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, there you have it. Joe Flacco, his press conference in Berea, uh, live right here on 92.3 The Fan. And, of course, a press conference brought to you by Nissan of North Homestead. And I-90 Nissan in Sheffield Village. Shop online at bignissan.com. I don't know. I listened to him, and, you know, that last question, he kind of turned it into, would he ever want to be a coach? And I, I could see him as a great quarterback coach, maybe even offensive coordinator, right? I like, I like, I hear what he's saying about not wanting to be a head coach and being in the position of being in front of the team every day and in front of the media every day and, and all those situations. But I, I also could see him – I totally could see him being a leader as far as a quarterback coach or an offensive coordinator. What do you think? I don't see that at all. I, I 100%. Not, a, not at all. Really? Mm-hmm. The way well, he approaches you know, his press conferences and the way he speaks, he doesn't sound like a coach to me at all. He sounds like an analyst. I don't know. I see. I, I, Much more broadcasting than coach. He sounds too mellow to be a coach. Well, maybe that's like the perfect store. I mean, look, let's face it. Our head coach is pretty mellow. Yeah, I know. He, he just doesn't strike me as coach at all. Yeah, I, I know. The whole time I, I screaming quarterback coach to me. So I think we just have different perspectives, and we can leave it at that. Guy, um, here's the other factor. Sure. Twice in his career, he was the highest paid quarterback in the NFL. Yeah, I got five kids. I'm going to go put in 16-hour days. It's going to be great. <laughs> I see the perspective you have on yeah. that. I understand that. It's I do. Different there. He does, but you know what? At some point, it's hard to walk away from the. How many guys do we know that have trouble walking away from the game? Baseball, football, basketball. It's hard to walk away from the game, especially when it's dominated your life since you were a kid, and then all of a sudden you're like, ah, you're done, over. Well, you don't have to walk away, but with money and five kids and a wife, you don't need sixteen, seventeen hour days. You don't. You just don't. All right, we have different perspectives on it. Um, what else did he say that, that kind of caught your ear? That something in the next five weeks you're going to remember for the rest of your life. It's pretty cool. Yeah, but I hope it's not. Uh, Happened to him, Super yeah. Bowl MVP. True. You know? 
Yeah, I think he gave us a little insight, too, on on a team meeting yesterday that we probably weren't supposed to know about, but we did, right? He kind of was like, oh, well, we had a well, team Well, somebody meeting. knew about it because he, they asked. No, he brought – I thought he the, – the question was Scott asked him, um, you talk about January football all the time. Yeah, have you and been he said, able have to, you talked to the team about that? Yeah. And then he, he went that's and told our guy, us – Scott Petrak. Scott probably knew there was a team meeting, and he was priming the pump. Well, maybe we'll ask him next time we talk yeah, to him. There but we I go. also think that – um, he kind of said, "Well, look, we're gonna. We met as a team yesterday, and everybody gave because you know if you can remember back to even training camp, what was it Double O that was telling us who was it that played in the Super Bowl that was saying, hey, uh, might have been Double O with the Rams.' Yeah, I'm trying to remember. It said that uh, uh, who was it? Um, someone had gone over to the Rams midseason. I can't remember. It's um. Oh, this is gonna really bother me. I'll remember it by the next break. Um, that." They came in and they had a mini Super Bowl. They had a mini Lombardi. They put it in their locker and they said, "This is what we're playing for, boys, and this is how we're going to do it." And it was just motivational and yeah. it was unbelievably inspirational because you get someone that has you know, you know, walked the walk the whole way through and has been to the end of the the race. How many times do you hear guys like, "Well, well, we didn't make the playoffs, but I played in the game. You know, that's great. Oh, we got knocked out in the first round. Oh, I made it to the championship." But now you, you, we have legit guys in that locker room that know what it's like to win the Super Bowl and to win an MVP. I, I think that's priceless when it comes to being able to you know, psychologically prepare for some of these games. You can't tell me there aren't going to be guys that have butterflies going out on the field on Saturday. It happens. It's the playoffs. Well, how could you not? I, I'm just, Even guys who have been there before. And you're a little, a little more juiced up than usual, I would think. The other thing that we've talked Sh- about. Shouldn't you be? Absolutely. Okay. You should. You, you would want to be at peak performance. I just think that Flacco brings something that that nobody else has with that MVP and understanding that peak performance and being excited and and all of those things have to be tempered just a little bit so that you're actually able to perform. You know, it's easy to get like over over hyped, over juiced, and just you know you get into the game and then all of a sudden it's crash because you're just too. You've got to be able to temper your emotions to be able to play the game at the highest level. I think sometimes if you're too high that you're not going to be able to play. And, and, and they make you make silly mistakes, I think, when that happens. You can. Other guys might thrive on that, Andy. You know, I, I'm sure that's an individual thing. Sure. Don't you think? Yeah, but uh, this is where the case where having Flacco on this team makes a difference. It's a, hey, man, long game to go. You know, I look, if anybody could tell that story about it's a long game to go, it's Joe Flacco when the – 31-30 win playing for the Jets against the Browns where they were able to score two touchdowns in the last two minutes. Hey, thanks for bringing that up. Well, I mean, you got to be able to you got to be able to really uh, nice of you. to get to the end. I was well, feeling all good about our team. Well, you want to feel good? Go flash forward to Houston this year where the same situation could have come into play, but Kevin Spansky said no, and I'm putting these guys back out on the field. And he did. And he put Amari Cooper back out on the field. And Cooper at that point I think was already hurt. I think he had already hurt it. He hurt his heel on the touchdown catch. As you saw him roll through the back of the end zone, he had like crossed like the the one or the two yard line, and then all of a sudden he did like a stutter step, and you're like, "Whoa, what's going on here?" So, but so Cooper had already you know did the damage in the game that he needed to, so it didn't happen afterwards. But by the same token, that's an experience for them to be able to say, "Okay, we are not ever letting that happen yep. again." And oh, by the way, we've got the quarterback that did that to us, so now we need to figure this out, and we'll put the first teamers back out in the field and. I don't. Does that concern you at all when you think about playing Houston? The Houston played all the way through that game. You know, the Browns came out hot, took the big lead, and then 
you know, towards the end they had to put the starters back in. Not that they wanted to, but it would have been nice if they would have been able to finish that with the backups. Nothing about that game phases me for this game. Nothing good, nothing bad. I, maybe it should, but it doesn't. It is, this is a different thing. It if is. I'm Houston, I have some confidence from that game. They never quit. They scared the Browns in the they end. down 36-7. to seven. They never quit. They didn't. And they well, did it without their starting have quarterback. Ever, have you ever seen the Browns quit, except maybe against the Jets when they had the big lead? Um, I, I've I seen teams fall off at the end of the game. The Browns fell off at the end of that game before they put the starters back in. There's some momentum stuff going on there. If I'm Houston and I'm coaching Houston, I'm saying, look, you know, we got off to a bad start, and I'm showing them two or three plays that probably could have made a difference. And you eliminate those, and you give me back my starting quarterback. Now we're playing on a level playing field. Yeah, Browns completely called off the dogs in that game, though. Yeah, I get probably it. Probably by mistake. Probably shouldn't have done it. But if you're sitting on Houston's side. If you're, if you're Houston, hey, we did a great job against the guys who aren't going to play on Sunday, on Saturday. I, I don't know, Andy. I, 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 don't, I don't, I, If I'm Houston, I don't take anything out of that game in a positive way. The only thing positive I take is that, yeah, they beat us, but we didn't have C.J. Stroud. That's that's the only positive out of that game for me. If I'm if I'm Houston, yeah. If I'm Houston, I'm walking back in there and saying, "Hey, look at the season we've had. We belong here." Well, that's um, that's season. That's not that game. But I'm also going back to the Browns game and I'm saying, "Hey, let's uh, you know the, we can kind of erase that and forget about that game. We didn't have C.J. Stroud. And by the way, you know we scared them at the end. They had to put their guys back in, even though they had that big lead. We scared them in the end. I, I don't know. I just it, it, I mean, you have to think of it from their perspective in trying to build a, a positive ramp to, to start, I don't know, climbing to get back into this one to go be able to play. I, like Mary Kay was extremely confident in the Browns. I think this is going to be a close game and a much more even game. I don't. Do you see this as a shootout? Part of me sees this as a shootout. I have no idea what it's going to be. But I, I think it'll be a contested game. Don't ask me if it's going to be high scoring, low scoring. I don't, I don't have a feel for it yet. If I had to guess, I would say more high-scoring tendencies than low. And I only say that because Flacco's been throwing the ball 40-sometimes a game, and so does C.J. Stroud. And and each team has had some issues with the running game as of late. So I I would think you got a better chance at a high-scoring game, but I I couldn't tell you. See, We've been been saying how good the Browns' defense is. Well, then then Houston shouldn't score much, should they? Well, then maybe it should be a high-scoring game for the Browns and a low-scoring game for Houston. I well, just can't see that. when you dream go, scenario. Yeah, but when you look at CJ's numbers throughout the season, I mean, putting up 300-yard games hasn't been a problem. He had a 400-yard game against Tampa. I mean, but still, in that Tampa game, would they win by two over the Bucs in that game? I mean, that was a extremely high-scoring game, and Tampa's defense isn't what the Browns' defense is. So, you know, looking at... At this game, I, I, I kind of feel like if it's going to go one way or another, it's going to be more of a shootout. I think Flacco is going to have the opportunity to, to get his yards and to, to push himself over 300. I think we sometimes forget about the fact that he does have a habit of turning the ball over. But they've won these games, so it doesn't matter. Like, no one cares. You know, you sit around and we talk about P.J. Walker and, and saying that he throws interceptions too. Okay. But Flacco, for some reason, has been able to overcome them. Um Keep this team chilled out and then move forward. I don't know. That's just kind of the way I'm looking at it. Um, all right. Let's take a quick time out. We'll come back. We'll talk a little bit more about what Joe Flacco had to say. There is plenty more to come. And I also want to remind you one more time, the press conference was brought to you by Nissan of North Homestead and I-90 Nissan in Sheffield Village. Shop online at BigNissan.com.
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Baskin and Phelps, 92.3 The Fan. Richard Deitch is going to join us at high noon. We'll talk to him from The Athletic. Media critic, all things media. Love talking to him. All right, so, Jeff, you said you had a problem earlier in the show. It's a focus problem. Indeed, it's, it's, it's a butterfly. A personal. Well, sometimes you can just let your emotions roll. Hmm. The people that listen to you want to hear how you're feeling. They want to know how you're doing. They want to know about your van. They want to know about your life. They want to know no, your they thoughts. they really on, don't. They do. Jeff, you do realize the number one thing people talk to me about, about when they say, hey, does Jeff really have that van? Every time. Every time. It should make you feel good. Hit 383 yesterday. Oh, man. Thanks. What are you hoping to get to? um, I'm hoping to get to whenever it stops running. Can you get to five? No. Um, I don't have a butterfly problem with this. What I have is... I've I've always looked at sports a little bit. I, I love the building aspect of, of teams. And I look at what the Browns have right now, and, man, I, 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 I'm really intrigued by what they have now, especially on the defensive side of the ball and especially including the injured guys. And it makes me so anxious to see what this looks like next year. There are some free agents that need to be added. There's some guys even. that need to be retained. Okay. And I know we're going into the playoffs here, and it's going to I be a blast. I can't go there right now, man. I, I my mind just keeps going there. I, I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be fascinating. And there's some. I would love to see him add a big time wide receiver to this team. I think they need it personally, and then do some tinkering. A one A to Amari Cooper is that what you're trying to say? Uh, a one to a two, maybe. Okay. Amari is really good, but I I think. You know, you need to have somebody. If you could get get somebody, you know, like for instance, um, in the pregame show last last week, you guys had a question about T. Higgins. Yeah, and Jimmy said, "Yeah, if he leaves, I hope he ends up in Cleveland." T. Higgins would be phenomenal, and that's the kind of guy I think you could add to this. You team. listen to the pregame show; that warms my heart. Well, Thank I'm, you. I'm bored. I'm I've got a car that doesn't have you know anything but you on. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> It gets I, try things. To, I try to turn the radio, and the thing says, no, Baskin. Scary. Uh, but, see, that I think there's an opportunity to add a, a really good wide receiver. And that said, man, I'm, I'm so looking forward to the playoffs. But I, I, I'm looking ahead, too, because, you know, if you and Mary Case said it when I asked her about this. I, I was wondering if she would go there, and she did. There, there's no guarantee that DTR is your backup next year. 
She said, add a veteran. I couldn't agree with her more. And if DTR has done a lot to impress the coaching staff, okay, that's a different story. He may have done this. You know what? We like him, but we're going to go bring in a veteran. And if we have to put DTR in the practice squad and we lose him, ah, well, okay. You know, because Deshaun's clearly your guy. That said, who knows what happens between now and the offseason. I'm still, I need to see Deshaun healthy. Yeah, I get that. I mean, I know everyone wants to say he's our guy, and he is our guy contractually. He's our guy. Investment-wise, he's our guy. But if he's not ready, I think if we've learned one thing. You mean thing, from, from injury? Yes, from injury. You know, though. I all, know all with the, the expected everything. I know. He's expected to be just fine in time for everything. Right. Has anyone ever had a setback from injury well, uh, based on expected time? Well, sure. It happens. Sure. And I don't know how you can't go into an NFL season, especially this year, Thus the not year. thinking that you can have two starters. Like, you have your 1A quarterback who is 100% your starter, and then you better have a guy who is ready to start and can play, where I, I just think that the Browns got caught this year with a quarterback who wasn't ready yet. I'm not saying he can't play. I just don't think he was ready yet for the NFL. Well, I, that's probably true. And, and maybe, you know, maybe Josh Dobbs was, Andy, but Josh Dobbs has – and. I love the guy, really smart guy and a, and a competent quarterback. But two teams have already said, no, nah, thanks, appreciate it. You know, Arizona and Minnesota. Thanks, we, we've moved on. Yeah, I don't know that and I was 1,000% so sold on right, Dobbs. It's not, it's not Josh. I think if you're looking for a guy to bring into this team, it's not like Josh Dobbs. It's not, it's not like P.J. Walker, who has some experience. It's more somebody like Joe Flacco, if Joe would have any interest in returning. It's somebody like Ryan Tannehill. It's somebody like Jimmy Garoppolo. And I, I agree with Mary Kay. You better get somebody who's a little little bit above the, hey, we drafted DTR in the fifth round and we really like his potential line. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I think you get into the fiscal part of it, though, too, because well, it's sure. a lot easier to bring sure. in a rookie quarterback next year and or, you know, or, let him be behind. Or have know. DTR in his second year. Yeah, same thing. Yeah. 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 All right, Chris is in Medina. Hey, Chris. Hey, fellas. How are you? I, I, think we have a, I think we have so many advantages in this game. We have the best player on either team with Miles Garrett. Denzel Ward is the best defender on either team. I think that Stefanski is going to be a better play caller versus D'Amico's defensive calls. I think Schwartz has the advantage over Houston's offensive coordinator. We have the better offensive line, and I would rather have Flacco's experience versus Stroud's youth and athleticism in this game. It's a wash at running back. It's a wash at receiver, but I I see this being a 27-17 game, and I don't even think it's going to be that close. Mm. Houston's offensive coordinator, Bobby Sloak, is getting a lot of love, though, Chris. People are all high on him and his potential to be a head coach soon. Every, every year, the hot team that gets into the playoffs, the offensive coordinator is always the next hot guy in Hoff. Who does that work out? Uh, worked out okay for Sean McVay, didn't it? Mm. And that's how that happens. Chris, thank you. Appreciate it. I'm still concerned about you. Where, like, I can't go to where you are on that thinking about next season. I Andy, right. I, I'm encompassing all aspects. Right. I'm still on. I'm still on what's happening on Saturday, and then the next week, and the next week. 
But I, I just keep looking ahead. It's like can John Kenzie Noel actually hit a curveball? Oh, you're there I, too. I'm there too. Wow, yeah. look at yeah. you. Is I'm Oscar impressed. Gonzalez going to thrive at Yankee Stadium? I'm because, there too. Because you want him to? Andy, or I'm because... all encompassing. Oh, I, I didn't realize all that. All encompassing. Does anyone have a magnet so we can get your compass to look in the one direction? You know, if I if I had it to do over again, I've enjoyed, you know, this career. But, <laughs> where but are you going right the, now? Okay. Well, this this tells you where my mind is. Okay. The only thing I thought that I'd ever really like to maybe do differently would be to have tried to have worked my way into a front office of a team. To be a eventually runner? like a general manager. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'd start as the runner and go get lunch. You know, but I like that aspect of things, and I like the building, and that's why my mind always goes there, always. I, I had a buddy growing up who was always notorious for buying the new Madden game or buying the new MLB The Show game or yeah. any of those, and he would never play any seasons. He would just sit there and just be the general manager Yeah, and would love nothing more than making a whole bunch of trades and building up this roster, and then he would like sim the season to get to the next season so that he could go into the draft and scout every all the computer players and all that stuff because he had more fun doing that than he did actually playing the game. It's one of the I, reasons I love being in in fantasy dynasty leagues. No, Jeff Jeff Phelps was that was my buddy except forty yeah. years older. Yeah, wow, it's yeah. a great story. Thirty, whatever. Red pen. No, I mean it, there are a ton of people who are like Jeff. That's what I mean by that. Who just are perpetually like looking two Tinkering. years down the yeah. road. Yeah, and, and Andy, I. I can't really help it. That's kind of what one of the things I really enjoy about sports: building teams, seeing how teams, seeing how different teams. I'm, do it, I'm different very coaches. much a live for the moment guy. When it no, comes to yeah, are you kidding? Don't sell me short. I'm telling you, I am a live for the moment guy. I want to know what's going on. <laughs> I'll be dang right now. I'm not really worried about next year. Um, I, you know, we're gonna get this. I, the 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 interesting storyline for the Browns right now is how far can Flacco take them? To me. Because I want to see the arguments ah. on how these things are going to go down can with I, Flacco. I know you. I, I know no. you want nothing to do with that, no, that, that conversation. No, that, to me, that's that's the number two storyline. What's the number one storyline? How far can the Browns' defense take the Browns? Yeah, I would have said that in the beginning of the season. The defense has been consistent when healthy, and I I just don't have any hesitation about the Browns' defense. I haven't all year. I haven't since preseason. Well, that is, don't you agree? That is the strength of this team. A hundred percent. I think so. But Especially with all we, the injuries on offense. But, Jeff, we started to see this offensive spark when Flacco came in. The ability to throw for 300 yards a game is uh, was not a tool in our in our belt. We didn't have it. And we were, you know. Well, we, 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 I think we did have it. But it didn't really materialize with Deshaun, despite the fact that he went four and one in the games. Right. I mean, he he was winning football games. It's they're they're doing it a little differently with Joe Flacco. But it just seemed like maybe it's because the running game hasn't been as good since Flacco's been here because there have been some injuries on the offensive line. But it it it, it felt like they were trying to do the hundred yard dash in a potato sack, because you only you're like, okay, how far can the defense get us? How far can we run? Okay, we're pretty fast. We can Defenses get down the line. win championships. Yeah, I understand that. But you also needed the offense to go along with that. And you're like, okay, well, the defense can win us one or two games. We're going to win a game here. We're gonna... But the offense is going to have to come through at some point. When Flacco came in, the offense started coming through. Seven, eight, nine different guys catching a football every game. 
quarterback who would drive you crazy looking at it going, well, he's throwing 40 times a game. Are they really going to be able to sustain this? Yes, they were. They made it to the playoffs. Is that enough, though? Is that enough? I think you the need defense more? has shifted more than anything. Or, excuse me, the offense. Because the offense was really run-based before and, and was successfully run-based. And now it's passing-based. Hmm. 216-474-0092. Richard Deitch from The Athletic. Next, Baskin and Phelps. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 